0: Welcome to Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia. Today's speaker is Deacon Adam Roberts. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, amen. The last time I was here, we spoke about the kingdom of God being at hand, that it it is available to us. And one of the mysteries of the Gospels is today's account of someone else's faith saving another person. It seems strange that possibly my friend's faith could save me. We're in a culture that wants you to believe it's all up to you, you're all on your own, there's no one else for you, and if you're gonna make it or break it based on yourself. But God is a perfect community of three. I think sometimes maybe our communities have to be a little bit bigger to make up for our imperfections. We could try to do three, but we're gonna fall short. But if we see this perfect community of three then we know that there is a need to, outside of myself. That I cannot do this on my own. And that I need the faith of those people in my life to save me. That is what will set forth my path to salvation. There's a lot of action in this Gospel lesson, and I love that when you read the Gospels, there's a lot of action. There's a lot of doing mixed with being, and we go back and forth. And today, there's a calling of doing. Next week might be a calling of being. To explain the difference, when salvation has come to you, when when faith has healed you, when change has taken hold, God wants you to do something with it. He wants you to stand up and go and praise God. And we also know from other passages in scripture that when we praise God, that we glorify him in a way that everyone knows that we love God. Our life ebbs and flows and we go through seasons. I said the other half of this is being. And sometimes the easiest way to understand this is with Mary and Martha. And Martha was doing, and there was nothing wrong with what Martha was doing when she was serving Christ. The problem came up when she complained that Mary wasn't. And Mary was in the middle of being. And we go back and forth between doing and being. Sometimes we can get stuck in one or the other. And that could be dangerous. And you could be next to someone who's doing the opposite. And that is what God is calling them to do. And so our gospel passages go back and forth, back and forth, to remind us of this ever change that we are called for, that we may be in a season of being, that we may be in a season of doing, and we need to be ready because this man had been... For a long time, being. And God said, it's time for you to do. It's time for you to arise, take up that mat that you've been on for a long time, and do. It doesn't mean that there won't be, I'm sure at some point later on, he'll return to a time of being. We go back and forth, back and forth. Sometimes it's even hard when we have someone close in our life and they they transition from one to another and it doesn't doesn't sit right with us. We don't understand what's happening. And we need to try to have God's perspective. You know, with being married, my wife and I are not always being and doing at the same time. We go back and forth. If you have a, a close friend or a relative or a loved one you're taking care of, you might be going back and forth between doing and being. My grandmother is 91. She's doing a lot of being right now. And those of us are called to do. And it's a little harder, but she's had a long life of doing. And she's still doing everything she can. I think one of the most amazing things is that as she slowed down in her years, the one thing she's never stopped doing that transcends both being and doing is her prayer without ceasing. And whether we are doing or praying, whether we are laying on our mat, waiting for healing, or whether we have been healed and called up, in both instances, we are called to do three things. We're called to give all glory to God, to do to to do his will, thy will be done, and to ask for mercy. He definitely asked for mercy, the one with palsy, when he was laying on the mat. That time is not over. We're always saying, glory to thee. We are always saying, thy will be done. And we are always saying, Lord have mercy. Whether we are doing or being, we're always praying these three prayers. And these three prayers, are the summary of our faith. And you can see these three prayers almost consistently, I see these three prayers in every gospel passage of every lectionary in in the Orthodox Church. Consistently, the church calls us to remember that we need to give glory to God, to do his will, and to ask for mercy. The Bishop of the Southeast very wisely about a year ago was speaking with a group of clergy a bishop nicholas and he said how many of us want a god as a perfect judge and several people raised their hand he said not me i want a merciful god and this is why we say lord have mercy over and over and over and we ask for that mercy from god and he grants it and it was the faith of the friends that called upon God's mercy down onto the one with palsy. Your faith and for other people will have an effect on them. Your prayer will have an effect on them. And if you care for people in your life that you come in contact with, just as the Good Samaritan, if you have that faith, it will heal people. These were just friends. These were average Joes, but they had faith. We are called to that same faith in a perfect community. The last thing I want to point out is you are called to do in this community. Individually, you might have times of being and doing, but Atlanta needs you. Atlanta needs this church. And Atlanta needs you to arise and take up your mat and go and tell everyone about the glory of God and his will and how merciful he is. And if we can do those things in Atlanta, the miracles will be numberless. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Talks at Advent. Homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia.